Blog Talk Radio.
welcome everyone to another episode on this blog talk radio uh, platform, I guess I can call it. This is the Five Smooth Stone Network. And folks, I want to thank you for your time again tonight. I'm, just, I'm so thankful for each and every one of you that has taken the time out of your busy schedules to join us tonight. Uh, for probably about our new, approaching our 500th show. This may be show number 500. I have to check that because I know it's something like 490 or something like that. And, again, I just want to thank you, brothers and sisters, uh, for uh, you and yours uh, stopping by and checking us out tonight. Folks, tonight is what we call Hebrew Israelites' perspective on current events. Here is when those of us that believe we are indeed the people of that Bible, genetically speaking, and hopefully spiritually speaking, to be honest with you. But uh, we take the time out to look at current events. Um, many of us keep up with current events, and uh, we just thought we would have a blog to where we would sit down and take our time and just look at what is going on around us, what is going on in us, look at what is going on even through us. And these things is what we call current events. And tonight we're just analyzing those things. Again, what's happening in our world around us, brothers and sisters, is no joke. Uh, A lot of people losing heart. A lot of people losing hope. Uh, A lot of people just can't seem to get a grip. A lot of people are, are just just not living the life the way the Father intended. Not that we've got it all together as co-hosts and hosts, but we're just brothers and sisters, just like some of you, that are trying to have a meaningful journey on this earth. And most of us on this phone line, I'm talking about the co-hosts and hosts, we believe that there is one true Elohim, a one true God, and that he have He does love us first and foremost, and that he has put his word on the earth to salvage us in every single aspect of life. And what we thought we would do is spend the time tonight to share some things we know for certain that the scriptures have said, current events. Again, events happening around us, even things going on inside of us, and things that is actually happening through us. Uh, all of those areas of it is very important. Um, the most dominating thing we have talked about in the last 48 hours is this topic about uh, Mr. Joshua Burgess, a uh, white supremacist who raped and killed his daughter. And um, that has got a lot of people rattled. Not that he got the death sentence, but just what he did. So we don't have to spend all night talking about that, brothers and sisters, but we will hit that topic tonight. But we will hit, like I said earlier, any and everything that is happening again around you, in you, and uh, through us, okay? My name is Brother Seth. I'm the founder of the Five Swim Stone Network, and I have the co-hosts on tonight that are going to be sharing from their hearts, from their experiences, and do not take these individuals lightly because they can't hear from the Most High. They can't hear that Ruach HaKadosh or the Holy Spirit. Folks, again, do not take them lightly. I've learned uh, uh, to get to know some of them very well, 
And I can tell you right now, you can't find a group of people that probably love the Most High and is trying to honor him with their life than some of the co-hosts that's going to be on, than all of the co-hosts that's going to be on tonight, okay? I just thank the Father for them. We've been, some of us have been working together for years, others uh, a few months now, but I can tell you this, they really, truly is serious about loving on our people, that's number one, and really loving on humanity, okay? As the scripture says, to the uh, salvation to the Jew first and then to the Gentiles. So, Again, thank you for your time tonight. I haven't said this often, but I want to go ahead and get this out of the way. Folks, please follow us. Uh, we don't ask a whole lot of you uh, other than just to follow us. And the way you do that is click on that button right there on the um, show page where it says Blog Talk Radio. Uh, you should have to the middle of the page, to the right, a follow button. Uh, uh, I guess that's like a reddish, um, pinkish button that says follow. Click on that follow button and uh, you can get uh, updates every time we have a show. We don't always promote the shows like we should and sometimes it's last minute but if you get that follow button, hit that follow button and just log in through your Facebook or log in through your email, whatever it asks you. Uh, Twitter I think it is. Uh, you can get reminders sent to you each and every time we do shows, Okay. Also, those of you that's listening to us on your uh, internet, on your computer there, just go ahead and, and bookmark us or like our page to where you have it, uh, our page location locked in on your browser. So go ahead and bookmark us. And lastly, if I can ask this of every one of you, if you could simply click the link, cut and paste the address above this this page you're looking, you're listening to us on, and send that to a friend and say, check out this. A program on tonight because brothers and sisters, we're going to be talking about events that is very related to you and yours, and uh, we are going to try our best to get an answer from the Most High. Speak His word, or some of us may even get a word on the show live. We do not play with this. We are very serious. All right. So again, tonight we're dealing with current events current events, Hebrew Israelite perspective on current events, and I'll just go ahead and read the show's description. Since some of you just call the phone number every single week and you don't know what's going on, you just call that number religiously every week and we appreciate your support and your commitment in doing that. But this is what's happening tonight. I went on to type, one of our top stories is still the white supremacist, Joshua Burgess, who raped and killed his black daughter and his recent death sentence. Okay, went on to say, many on social media is attacking this black mother while others attack the father. And then I said, folks, racist behavior, including murders, are screaming for attention and correction while irresponsible humans turn a deaf ear our deal on the surface. Human family, let's examine what's really happening in America on the Five Smooth Stones Network and really is our world. This show will be nothing like you think. We will examine this evil from angles that will make all of us think awkwardly. The truth is often stranger than fiction. By the way, I didn't write that. People think I wrote that. It's actually the oldest thing is the truth 
is stranger than fiction. I just put often because the truth ain't always stranger than fiction. So I say the truth is often stranger than fiction. Lastly, I said tune in to hear a panel of mature seasoned Israelites. One more time. Tune in to hear a panel of mature seasoned Israelites. One more time. I want y'all to get what I'm saying here. Tune in to hear a panel of mature, seasoned Israelites. Let's come together to discuss current events or things on our hearts, minds, and spirits, and trust the Most High for answers. That is your show tonight, brothers and sisters. I'm going to go ahead and go to the phone lines and not wait another further. Um, I will like to find a little music, y'all know. I always like to bring on the guests with some a little music. That's just Brother Seth. Um, yeah, this is an old one, but a good one. How about this? First in line, I want to go ahead and bring on Brother Purcell Porsche. Um, I talked about this brother earlier. Brother Purcell Pochet is one of the people that I actually spent personal time with. And I can tell y'all right now, he's the real deal in terms of a person that loves the Father, a person that is uh, trying to obey the Father, a person that is uh, not in any way perfect. Um, This brother is trying to live this thing, y'all. Uh, and just like myself, we fall down, we get up, but we continue to to fight and fight on and win battles and win battles and lose few and win and win and influence and try to convince men of this Christ, and his love, and his mercy, and Father, and and, and 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 just many 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 things can I say about this brother? But he is on the show tonight. Eric code five one three 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 one. Minister Purcell Porsche, are you in the house? I am in the house, Seth. I am in the house. Okay, green, brother. Green. We had a little delay there. Oh, can you hear me all right? Oh yeah, just a little bit of a delay there. But how are you doing, brother? I'm doing fantastic, man. Was doing any better, I'd be a twin. <laughs> well, man, say hello to the people and let everybody know how to get a hold of you. We like to use everybody to front of the show because sometimes we get all worked up and, and, and get, these shows be so spirited we forget. So, Priscilla, tell me about how to get a hold of you, who you represent, and how you how to get a hold of you, please. Well, I represent the Father, uh, absolutely. Um, we bring you greetings from Salt Life Ministries, Salt Life Kingdom Ministries. Again, we bring you greetings from Salt Life Kingdom Ministries, where our mission is to bring the saltiness back to the believer through kingdom principles and rightly dividing the word of truth. Again, to bring the saltiness back to the believer through Kingdom principles and rightly dividing the word of truth. You can find us on Instagram. That's Ministries Salt Life. 
Ministry Salt Life, all one word. You can also catch me on my email, which is Millionaire Magnate. That's M-A-G-N-A-T-E-S at gmail.com. Again, that's Millionaire, M-I-L-L-I-O-N-A-I-R-E, Magnate, M-A-G-N-A-T-E-S at gmail.com. And again, it is a pleasure uh, to be on with Five Smooth Stones. Um, Seth, let me just tell you, man, every time I think about the title of the network, I just get excited because that is so smooth, no pun intended, Five Smooth Stones. (laughs) It's so smooth, man. I really love that. And I love the content that's being shared here. I love uh, the people that actually uh, we have on from week to week. Um, I think there's we're making a huge impact um, on the psyche and the theology and the wisdom and understanding of God's word. And again, I'm just excited to be a part of it. Um, Sister Eliana, I'm so glad to be on with you again tonight. Um, may the Lord bless and keep you. Um, and yeah. I hope something well, is said per- on tonight that would change the hearts and minds of all our many listeners. Um, and call in, man. Call in. Call in. Put those hands up. Put those hands up. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you want to be a moderator. You're going to be a moderator, I tell you. (laughs) But uh, he is right. He is right. Those of you on the phone lines, and I was going to say it also, uh, those of you on the phone lines, uh, please, if you have a question, put your hands up, and I definitely will not miss your hands because that's all I do is look for hands. And those of you in the chat room, uh, please, please type your questions and put question marks before and after your question. Brother Kenwin Castleberry, what can I say? This brother is brand new to us, our newest uh, co-host, and uh, he has come on, holding his on, acting like he's been doing this for a long time. And uh, Brother Kenwood, I would like for you to go ahead and say hello to the people and let them know how to get a hold of you. Folks, we're going to get into this. Just give us a minute. We're going to start swinging here a little bit. Shalom, shalom, family. How y'all doing? All right. I hope everybody's uh, doing okay. Uh, well, you can get a hold of me uh, through Facebook, man. I, you know, I'm just an ordinary truck driver, man. Um, that's the best way to get a hold of me, you know. Uh, and uh, it's uh, it's always a privilege, man, to, you know, be surrounded by uh other brothers that love the Christ and the Most High just as much as me, and the bounce thoughts and uh, understanding. Uh, don't think that it's going on deaf ears because I'm listening, I'm absorbing, uh, and uh, it, it's all going to pay off, man. The more I study, the more I grow, you know. Um, so I uh, just want to say hey to y'all, too. It's good to be in. Well, man, it's good that you're back uh, again for another show. Last night, Brother King was on, Brother 
uh, uh, Pastor Chris, who I think is joining us also. I'm going to check on that a little bit. But he had an emergency come, but I think he's here tonight, so we'll see. Um, matter of fact, let's go to the phone lines right now. Uh, Brother Kenwood, thank you again for those words. And again, welcome to the show. Everybody, this young man, I say young, younger than we are. He's the youngest of us. He's well-learned, though. He don't know this, but I went throughout his page and just really checking out a lot of things he had to say just over the years, hearing him comment. And I think he fit right well in this program, in this in this uh, team of um, Israelites. Going back to the phone lines, area code 682465, uh, Pastor Alfie Christopher Lathia are you there, brother? No, this is Apostle uh, Malachi. Oh, my bad, my bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Didn't mean to open up your line, uh, but I would love to hear from you for sure tonight, brother. <laughs> uh, actually, Pastor, Mal- uh, um, Pastor Malachi, go ahead and say hello to everybody, please. Even though this was a complete accident, go ahead and say hello to the people, please. Shalom, 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 brothers, brothers, and uh, all right. Online. Shalom, shalom. Uh, 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 Glad to be on and glad to be a part of the discussion. And uh, I'm ready for an insightful conversation on the current issues at hand, including the situation with the tragic evil. Well, I, and you can hear right. that lost time in life in ministry. What was that when I was talking? What was that? Oh, I was just saying if, if anyone wanted to reach me. They can reach me at Lost Time Israelite uh, Facebook page or at our ministry line, 800-592-8213. Thank you. Right, right. I was just extending it to the coast, but that's fine, Brother Malachi. You've been on so many times, so that's not a problem. But listen, I'm going to go ahead and put you on hold, but I appreciate you calling and listening to the show tonight. You know what to do if you have a question or comment, brother. But everybody, Pastor Malachi in the house, that is wonderful. All right? Okay, and folks, that was uh, this brother's always from Forward Takes Fist of Yahweh, Apostle Malachi, and he is uh, one of our old listeners, and I'm so thankful. So, listen, uh, as I was saying, Pastor Alcee Chris had mercy, can't be on again tonight. Uh, we just can't seem to get him on on the Monday, but yesterday he fired away with us, and uh, we and was blessed by yesterday's show. Those of you that missed yesterday's show, folks, you've got to go back and listen to the show we talked about. This same issue we're going to be talking about tonight, uh, one of the issues we're going to be talking about tonight, hopefully we're going to spend all the show talking about Joshua Burgess, the white supremacist that killed his daughter, his black daughter. Um, but uh, definitely want to hit on it a little bit. Uh, but we have our moderator that's going to be moderating tonight, Sister Eliana Barca. And I'm talking fast because I need to get her on as soon as possible. But area code 209683, Sister Eliana. Open to him, say hello to the people. And the show is in your hand. You have to work with myself. I mean, uh, past, uh, I mean uh, brother Purcell Poche and also brother Kenan and Casterberry. So the three of us will be who you'll be working with tonight along with yourself. We love the names you got to say. But go ahead, go, ahead, go ahead and say hello to the people, how to get a hold of you, and the show is in your hand. All righty. Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Eliana Batya. And you can get a hold of me via Facebook uh, at my ministry page, Beth Shalom Mashiach. And uh, we do a Friday Night Live, uh, Facebook Live also. 
at our um, group page. It's hashtag up from civil rights. And actually, a couple of my brothers post there. So if you want to get a hold of them, you can see them there. Um, Seth is a co-host, uh, moderator on my Up From Civil Rights page. So also Pastor Malachi, or, or Apostle Malachi, also posts his Shabbat services. So you guys can reach, you know, if you want to get more teaching or lead somebody there, definitely. And join, request to join that Up From Civil Rights, because we do talk about a lot of, you know, we post a lot of things that's re- relevant to us that have come up after our civil rights movement and things that are not still right after we won our rights. So, yes, I'm excited. So tonight we're going to be doing an open forum. So you are welcome, callers, to call in and to, you know, put your hand up if you want to speak. Um, you're going to press that one, that number one, so we can uh, bring you on uh, so that you can have a comment. But it's open forum. No, you know, we just ask that you're courteous. And be respectful of everybody's opinion. We all have a right to express our opinion. So, you know, I know with my brothers, sometimes they get a little heated, but they do respect each other, and there's love that flows after that. So asking any callers to just respect that format, you're welcome. And we're going to get started with the show. Amen. Well, anything on anybody's heart? I was just going to say, you can take the first shot. If you want to start up with something, I know that the biggest talked about story right now is, of course, the gentleman getting a life sentence. That seemed to be dominating. But I'm going to let you start out being the lady as to what we talk about first. And the rest of the callers, uh, the the rest of the callers, y'all don't be shy, Purcell. If y'all got something in your heart that's different, that's fine. At some point, I would like to talk about our, what do we have to work with our arsenal? Okay, the enemy is doing this, that, and the other needs current events. What do we have? But I'm going to go last. But at some point, I want to talk about what do we have? What? How can we fire back? What are we just hopeless? You know. So, so that's last. But Sister Ellen, go ahead first, please. All right. Well, you know, something's near dear to my heart because it's around the corner, and that is our Juneteenth celebration. So, growing up. I didn't really know too much about it. Becoming an adult, I didn't know too much about it. Getting older, I didn't know too much about it. I'm I'm in Merced, California. This is a big, 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 big thing out here. So I'm learning a lot more about Juneteenth, the, actually what happened. And I learned something. I learned something the, uh, last night, as a matter of fact. I learned that when uh, the slaves were, when the Emancipation Proclamation went forth in 1863, um, there were a group of slave owners that fled to, I believe it was Florida, a, a, a place down in that region where, and on the coast, where they were actually trying to pull away and create their own country. They had all come together and agreed. And they were not gonna. They were not going to acknowledge nor recognize uh, that the slaves were free. So they brought their slaves to that region to continue to work them, um, and they would, would re, you know, refuse to heed the, the order. So it, it reminds me a little bit of, of, of January 6th. They refused to recognize the authority 
which was Abraham Lincoln at that time, was the president. They refused to recognize his authority, and they were trying to establish their own small country on the coast so they could continue to have chattel slavery. And it took um, a troop and, and, and some generals to come out there and to kind of their hands. So my question is, you know, what do we think about that? And, um, how, you know, how, how many people knew about that or even more information? Because, I, like I said, I'm just learning more thoroughly about the whole uh, study of Juneteenth. And, and, and mind you, for two full years just about, uh, these, these, these slave owners were in violation of a direct uh, federal order to free the slaves. Wow. Anybody have a comment? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I want to say it was Houston also. Uh, Texas was another one who uh, put up a little fight with that. And uh, uh, I want to say it was 67. Uh, I believe it was 67 when they finally uh, had to send the Rangers to Texas and uh, and get the word out that the that we was free, and that's how it all kind of began. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I, that's what I thought it was uh, dealing with Houston. Um, it was a really big, uh, big deal. But uh, nothing new under the sun. Um, and we can see the same echoes of that right now in the government, um, where the certain parties are, are advocating, you know, Texas, split apart from the union and things of that sort. Just that type of talk, that type of language kind of floating around, you know. So there's no nothing new under the sun when it comes to that. Yep. Yeah. yeah that's I've the telltale signs of the same people. <laughs> I never heard of it. I'm not going to lie. I never heard of it. You got me on that one. I didn't know. I knew about Texas, uh, like uh, uh, um, uh, Brother Kenyon was just was saying. I knew about Texas um, getting in late, but I didn't know about that. Thank you for that. Well, now, I could be mm. wrong because I saw it last night before I went to sleep. So it could be Texas. <laughs> I'm just saying I, I didn't know anything about what made – I know, you know, I didn't know what made Juneteenth so profound other than, you know, that, that proclamation. I did know it was a delay in getting the information, but when I saw, I mean, there was even some talk about, you know, having a, like a civil war and, um, you know, a division in the country because of this. So it, it's a huge event. Um, and I and I feel really ignorant that I don't have more of that solid information about what went down. Uh, but again, like you said, there's nothing new under the sun, and and it's all about our labor. It's all about them keeping us to a point where they're getting the maximum for our services and giving us the minimum to exist on. That's what that's about. Yeah, it's always about that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, prosperity. Uh, having slaves was a gold mine. It's uh work for free you just need to feed them and stuff and then make you all types of money and they they did not want to let that cash cow go i tell you after the war they still didn't want to let it go and if you pay attention kind of closely the language that they use 
they they still got the same philosophy. Um, well, I'm talking about Pacific Party, but uh, it's still the same type of philosophy, which is uh, again another telltale sign who, who exactly <laughs> who exactly they are, you know. And uh, you know, you know, another way I like to look at it is the Greek Empire and the Roman Empire. They seem like they argue just like that, you know. Uh, if you look back huh. in history, even though they became one empire, they constantly never quite seen eye to eye. You know, you had the Caesars getting assassinated and senators fighting senators. Um, it just kind of seemed like just the same two uh, n- nations, you know, like they're tribal, just like anybody else. You know what I mean? And uh, that's that's what it kind of kind of seems like to me, but uh, you know uh, that's just my observation. I got a clarification <laughs> question, Sister need to ask Brother Captain Bear if that's okay. When we say they, because we're gonna be it's, it's a lot of they. We say that a lot in the show, and I want to make sure that we don't we're not the problem. Uh, y'all help me out because uh. y'all may not feel me. Y'all may not feel like me. Can y'all hear me okay? Yes. Okay. A little bit, yeah. Who are the they, Brother Casaberry? Who are you mean when you say they? Uh, well, I was talking about the Democrats and Republicans. Okay. Yeah, I was just saying gotcha. I was comparing them to the Greek Empire and the okay. Roman they Empire. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. That's all I wanted. Yeah, yeah. Brother yeah, Priscilla, but I understand what you're saying, self, and I, I, I will be considerate. Um, I just ask everybody to forgive me. You know, I, no, I got my you, little habits. Listen, listen. Again, Cecilia, I'm sitting here just to clarify. Last night we did a lot of day, and I like to be pointed because all kinds of people listen to us. Who are we talking about? Are we saying all white people, those in power? But I want to bow out to see what Purcell had any comments on what Cecilia Eliana was saying. Mm-hmm. Purcell, to be honest, Seth, are you uh, there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah we can hear you. Okay. To be honest, um, I never really got into – the whole Democrat Republican race rat race, if you will. Uh, right. <laughs> and the more I look at it today, I- I'm grateful that I didn't get involved in that, you know, too much per se. Um, we actually saw some. We've seen some things um, come out, if you will, um, here in the last couple of terms um, particularly when when Trump was in office Um, and fearfully not fearfully like but fearfully um, it's my understanding that this dude is going to be running again Um, and he like before has a huge, still has a huge following. I know here in Ohio, um, my wife and I, we deliver for Amazon, and we go in some some areas, 
and we still see the big flags, the big Trump flags, you know, and the big signs in the in the in the in the yard, you know, um, Trump 2024, Trump 2021. I mean, just um, the area just blanketed with this stuff. So, um, but um, I'm going to digress to what Sister Eliana was talking about with the whole Juneteenth thing. Now, um, I'm not proud of saying uh, that I didn't know anything about Juneteenth until probably about as as early as, wow, um, maybe five to seven years ago, you know, and I, and I I think that's, I think that's really sad. You know, um, but once, once, once I did, um, find out about it, uh, my wife and I took a hold of it and we said, you know what, we will no longer be celebrating the 4th of July, you know, and the sad bit, the sad piece is, we didn't really truly understand why we were celebrating the 4th of July in the first place. You know, it was just, it was just the day you got off, you know, you got paid for it. It was the holiday, you know, you get to eat good, you know? Um, and really, um, that ignorance is, um, in more, in, in more households, then you know. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. It, so it, it, it's. I think it's important that the whole Juneteenth thing is really rising to the top. Um, I think there are even some companies now that recognize Juneteenth as a holiday. A holiday. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah. As a matter yeah. of fact, my wife just said CPS, uh, Cincinnati Public School System. They recognize Juneteenth. Um, now, the school awesome. that I work for, I, they don't. I work for a charter school that's run by Turkish people. Mm, so okay. They don't, they don't recognize um, Juneteenth as a holiday, although we're out. You know, we're out of school right now, but they don't recognize that, that holiday. Um. Purcell, 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 just to kind of let, if you can turn it back over to Eliana, we spent a little bit of time on that. I just wanted to just address her, 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 her comment about Juneteenth, just because we got other current events. Well, no, it's all right. But that that was okay, actually, Seth. It was okay for everyone. Okay, go here. Because what I wanted to Go say ahead. about what what he said was, they, you know, this, this, this holiday just became federalized. So a lot of people don't know about it. But I, what I do want to say is, when I first understood that I was a Hebrew, I thought I was Jewish. I knew that there was a call to the scriptures, and the only identification at that time that I could identify with was being part was being a part of the Jewish community. And so I spent a lot of time in the synagogue 
And what I learned, here's what I learned. I learned how they perpetuate their holidays and their ideas. They do it around music. They do it around food. They created songs. And they do it around the children. And the reason why they do that, because when you plant something in the heart of the child and you continue and you perpetuate it year after year as they're growing up, they grow up to own it. And then they want to perpetuate it amongst their children. And that is how it grows. That's how the movement grows. And so I'm going to be participating in three events in our city in Merced, and what I found out that there was a lot of controversy about who gets con- who gets to control this holiday out here for for this this area. So there was some sparks flying and some stuff going on. The actual day is Sunday, but there was a group that came. They wanted to celebrate. They wanted to spearhead it. They got a lot of money. There's young men that have, have grown up here, but they're now very wealthy. They live. Some in Texas, some in New York, some all over. But they started an organization called Brothers Brothers United, and they are they are they are putting money into this thing, and they're you know a lot of stuff is going on. So um, I was at their last planning meeting, and um, the first time they got to know me, and they had heard about who is this woman that's wanting to do an event at our park. And we finally, you know, had that meeting, and they 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 met me, and they were like, "Wow, you know, we you we're honored to have your presence, ma'am." They were calling me ma'am, and they were like, "Whatever you want." They said, "We want to partner with you beyond this. We want to work with you in the community." And I was really honored because some of the players that have been here. Uh, knew about me, never said anything, knew that it was my flyers that were flying, knew that they were having arguments about who is this lady, and none of these other organizations stepped up to say, we know her. But when I introduced myself, the Most High made that wonderful introduction, and they committed, they want to work with me. So that was the power, that's what needed to happen. But I'm learning a lot, but there was so much about ownership of who gets to tell the narrative and who gets to tell the story to this community about Juneteenth. So it prompted me to learn more about this and something I definitely, since I'm working with the young zero to five, so I just got off before this call. I was on uh, with my team talking about we need to come up with a story. We need to come up with a song, and we need to tell it to these children and teach them so that this gets ingrained in them and they begin to own the history that belongs to them so they can celebrate it. So that's why I brought it out there to see, you know, how many of us knew that. And in any of the the main things that have happened in our community, the most profound things, the most phenomenal things, these are the stories that we need to pass on to our children. We need to write songs about it. We need to make uh, hymns about it so that we can teach that knowledge and it can become part of the rhythm of how we move in the world and we can have that confidence. Our kids can have that confidence in who they are standing on the shoulders of great men and women. So that was my, that's my introduction. Um, I think that was profound, you know, profound and powerful. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, 
I was waiting for you to come to a pause. I didn't want to interrupt you. Uh, 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 but we do have a hand that's up. Let me know where you want to go to it or if you want to let yourself finish. Or what. Okay, where are you finished, brother? Purcell. Yes, 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 because you what what you shared um, just a minute ago took me to a whole nother place. So go ahead and take our, our caller. Um, yeah, because, All right. yeah. Okay. All, right. All right, going to the phone lines, everybody, area code 682-465. Go ahead with your question or comment. Uh, we'd like to know something a little different in addition to knowing your name and what city you're calling from. How did you hear about us? Please. Oh, right, this is this is me and Pastor Malachi. Um, yes, Pastor Malachi, I hear about but, us. Uh, I know you call all the time, but I hear about us. This show. Oh, uh, oh, oh! I, 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 uh, by way of uh, uh, online and you know, uh, yeah, online uh, on social media, Facebook, uh, as well as by you Facebook. know, uh, yeah. Okay, and you call it yeah. from Fort Worth, correct? Yes. All right, go ahead with your comment. Okay, uh, you know the uh, speaking in reference to the the June tenth, uh, uh, you know the June tenth, uh, you know this this country don't mind giving us holidays, and um, you know we we we. We have a lot of holidays. The United States has more holidays than any other country in the world. And, uh, uh, you know, June 10th, you know, it is something that we should recognize. And, and, and because July the 4th has nothing to do with us, uh, July the, June 10th, uh, when, the, when the news that the slaves in Texas got the news late that they had already been free, but the information was late to get to them. Uh, however, we must not see June 10th as an event or a holiday. We must see it as a continuous movement because uh, 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 we, I, I think we're getting too caught up in these events uh, because June 10th is, 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 is more like a, a continuous movement as we continue to fight for our freedoms to be recognized mm-hmm. as human beings. Which is why I, right. I, I labeled my book. Which is why I labeled my book as "We as a People," because we've been labeled as Negroes and, and other derogatory terms. So uh, we are still fighting for our rights to be recognized as a people. You know, and we were once considered two thirds of an animal or two thirds of cattle. Uh, you know, in the old Constitution, and we're still treated as underclass citizens. So. Uh, June 10th, we should uh, see it as a, a, a movement as we continue to fight for our rights to be recognized as human beings, especially in, 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 in uh, you know, this recent event where this, this, this uh, Caucasian or white father uh, uh, murders his, bi- uh, uh, his, his, his biracial daughter. Uh, we can see in that that we are not truly free as a people because, you know, it's very possible that he would not have done this to his daughter if she was born from his same ethnicity. But this is just a a tragic event to show us that 
that that that our freedom is is not yet complete. We're not we're not free since the the proclamation uh, uh, that Lincoln made, and since June tenth, uh, we're still not free. So we should see June tenth as we recognize it. We should see it as a continuous movement for us to continue to fight for our freedoms to be recognized as human beings. Thank you. Mm, right on, right on. Uh, but it's uh, now, uh, brother Malachi. I, I kind of yes, see sir. it uh, just the same as you, but it's two sides going to it. Um, uh, basically, what you're saying is to it's just the start of our struggles, or you know, it's just a kind of a, a, a like a benchmark of our struggles. We shouldn't just kind of celebrate it, but at the same time. Uh, if you look on the other side of the coin, it should be, um, yeah, something that we can literally build off of. The the yeah. you know yes yeah. yeah yeah you know as uh, far as what Sister Eliana was yeah. saying, uh, songs of it, because uh, that's 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 a turning point, you know. For us in Texas, anyway. Uh, but yeah, we we got it late. We got the news late. But that was a big turning point for us. And uh, I, hey, I'm in the spirit of definitely, you know, uh, <laughs> remembering that day here on after. There's a holiday that you know I could say belongs to me. Is that one right there? Because uh, no, nobody gave that to us, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's our holiday right there. I mean, you know, I mean, if we was to call any one of the holidays ours, you know, that would be it. Mm. Yes, yes, I, I, okay. I agree with you, you, brother. Know. I mean, we should recognize it in the sense that, uh, uh, but we shouldn't just, uh, you know, this is this is right. how far we have come, and, and we should build off of, and continue to build off of how far we have come, not just stop, mm-hmm. but continue to to move on and to right. continue to fight for our, our rights and social justice as a people. I agree with you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Right on. I agree but, totally. I yeah, agree totally well, I just, Okay, I, I just wanted to also say, in that it's not uh, – don't, don't feel like it's sad that you just find it out not too long ago, man, because uh, several of these states got their own little uh, history about them. Like right there in Ohio where you at, Brother Priscilla, uh, that state is known for the Underground Railroad there. So, I mean, I imagine yeah. that's a really big deal right there. We just, over in Texas, we read about Eric Tubman and and uh, all the people that's involved in that, and, you know, but that state, that's, that's, go ahead. Brother King, when yeah. hold on a second. Uh, Carla, were you done? I didn't mean to hold you on like this. Were you done? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, Okay, thank you for your call. I want to address what All right, Eliana is back in your hands. Uh, Go right ahead, y'all. All right, you know what? I do appreciate so much the discussion around this because, um, like Brother uh, Brother Malachi was saying, you know, this is a milestone, and, again, we need to embrace it. We also need to make those songs. We need to start, you know, think about the music that uh, permeates out of our community. A lot of it is very negative, and that's okay as long as we're singing about hurting each other and, and defaming our women and, 
and talking about, you know, how much drugs we make, are selling and, and consuming, how drunk, how loaded, how wasted we are, how we kill somebody, they don't have anything to say about that because we're destroying ourselves. We start singing about the beautiful things that we accomplish, um, they're going to have a problem with it. But we should do it anyway. We need to do it anyway. We need to start getting to some of these rappers and talking to them, especially they own their own labels. They're not really under anybody's mandate. So we should let them know, hey, let's start singing about how our struggles brought us to this point, singing about hope for our young people to follow. Not All of those gangster rap songs have brought more gangsters, more dead bodies, and more men and women in prison. So how about let's change that tune and let's raise up more Martin Luther King's, Marcus Garvey's, uh, you know, uh, Maya Angelou's, Angela Davis's. Let's let's sing to uh, the glory to make more men and women of excellence and power that will speak truth to power, that will take on you know and uh, start a new revolution in a in a in a different way, in a, a socio-economic, political way, in a street way. We do we're doing that anyway. We still are marching for our freedoms, but now let's get let's our young people rise up so they can. Stand in the halls of justice, knowing who they are, not feeling you know any kind of way, but knowing that you know we we are rising up as a people, and we are not just any people. We are the people of the Most High Yah, and we need to own hey, that and to own dignity. Yes, brother Purcell was trying to go get in there. Uh, uh, brother uh, Kim, when your mic is, I wish I had your mic. Because they can't hear me, but we can hear you loud and clear. And Purcell was trying to get in there while you was talking to Brother Malachi. Oh. So he had a comment for Brother Malachi, but we couldn't hear him. For some reason, I couldn't hear him. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, Purcell, you go ahead we'll with your comment. And then Sister Eliana is back in your hand after his comment. Okay, go ahead, just, Brother Purcell. Okay, thank you so much. I just wanted to address a couple of different things that were said. Um, one thing that was said, let me deal with first um, what Apostle said about let's not get caught up in the events um, because it needs to be a continuous movement, I believe he said. Um, well, in, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, um, I believe that it's the event that create the movement. That's just my opinion. It's the, it's the events that bring the awareness. Uh, it's the event that creates the, um, the um, if you will. And I believe it's the events that uh, bring all of this to a head. You know, so I don't think we should despise the events. Uh, not not putting words in his mouth, saying that's perhaps what he was saying, but I don't think I'm just I'm just expressing um, the best way I know how. And I don't think we should despise the events because I believe that it's, it is the events that create the movement. Um, so that's number one. Yeah. Number two. Number two, I really appreciated um, your sharing, Eliana, 
about how they incorporated the music um, to make it stick, if you will. And, um, and that's, that's genius um, because I remember music is so powerful. It's so powerful that my children used to go to a school called Marva Collins. I don't know if you're familiar with Marva Collins, but one of the, um, the methods that Marva Collins used was music. Um, my children, four years, four or five years old, knew the seven continents based on a song that she created. You know, so, so music is very, very powerful. Satan himself uses music or is music. Um, and he uses music to his advantage. And he uses the subliminal messages in music, which is, which is what makes music so powerful, which is why we have to guard our ear gates and guard our children's ear gates um, because of this music and the, the uh, music is almost like, it's like a vice. We get so caught up in it so before you know it, you bob in your head and we say, oh, we just listen to the, to the beat. But all the while, you got these subliminal messages going into your subconscious mind, which is what remembers and brings back to the forefront of your brain, which is, and it happens negatively and it happens positively. So that whole piece about Juneteenth um, with the, the, the Jews, how they use the music once again, that is the movement. Or the or the events that create the movement. So okay, that's Purcell, pretty much Brother Purcell, uh, all I wanted to say. Uh, uh, okay, I was just I thought we had a hand up, everybody, but we it was a false alarm. Um, go ahead, Sophia Liana. Yeah, so that was I, I, that was so profound, Brother Purcell. That was so powerful to to say it that way. And then you know what? I believe that all of us here now, it's on our, it's in our it's on our watch. We are the guardians now of the uh, of the future of our children and the younger generation, and we have to give them an excellent inheritance. They must know who they are as a people. They must know where they've come from. They must understand the great things that have been done to bring us forward thus far, establish their relationship with the Most High, and know that we are also coming out of these places and that we do have a hope and a future. And so this is really powerful. It is on our watch. There is no other uh, great leaders right now that we could say we're going to get behind them. It is us. We have to be those um, new progenitors and take our nation of the, our Hebrew Israelite nation forward in righteousness, in truth, and in justice, and not in the American way, but in the Hebraic way. So, um, if anybody wants to make another comment about Juneteenth, um, you can. If not, let's open the floor yeah. to another another topic. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to just add in one more thing. 
there was a lady right here in Texas who's been fighting uh, for Juneteenth to be a holiday since the 60s. Uh, I'm from Tyler, Texas, and we've been celebrating Juneteenth since before I was born. And uh, she's been pushing this, and she, I, I cannot think of her name. But like I was just telling Brother Malachi, did nobody give us this holiday? This lady's been working behind the scenes. Uh, man, she is the mother of this thing, making uh, never forgetting this day. Um, well, she's not the mother of it, but she's come from a whole line of people who who never wanted to forget that. And, and we had parades through my little town. And across East Texas, we definitely uh, uh, made that a holiday before, uh, like Brother Purcell say in Ohio, before a lot of the states even knew that what we were doing. And I cannot think of her name. Maybe if y'all can Google it, uh, get her name. I think yeah. she's like in her late 90s or early 90s. Um, she's an elderly lady, uh, but she's been fighting for this since day one. And I sure would love to have her picture on the face of this thing, you know, uh, if you was to do an event, because uh, she played a huge part in it. That's all I want to say. Well, Sister Eliana, uh, I uh, can y'all hear me okay? Yeah. Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Yes. Uh, don't want to sleep at the same time, not that anybody's doing it, but what Brother Malachi was saying about the, the shooting. Uh, Brother Malachi, I don't know if you noticed or not, but yesterday we did have a show devoted to Joshua Burgess and um, his daughter and everybody that, you know, his, uh, Zari, I think it is, I'm pronouncing the name right, Burgess. Um, we talked a lot about it. It's the probably the number one talked about thing right now in America. Um, so don't think we're not being insensitive to that whole situation. We did talk about it at length on yesterday. But I want to bring up, uh, I said I want to talk about our weapons, but Brother Malachi got me thinking about something else, and that is all these multiple mass shootings. We cannot, as as a people, I'm not saying nobody on this blog is doing this, but we can't ignore this, y'all. This is this is major. And uh, like I said yesterday, um, we at some point got to really, really talk about half of the – well, I'm not going to say half the country, but can't just – we just can't ignore racism. I mean, it's not going to go away. If I don't like no. you, you live next to you might go and buy a gun. You may go get the best defense. Even the Holy Ghost, e- even angels, they may protect you from me, but is that going to convert my heart? If it's not going to convert my heart, let's just say angels do protect you whenever I shoot at you. Okay, I still shot at you. If I'm not converted by the heart, I'm going to remain your enemy. And there's some people, everybody, let me just go ahead and just tell you about this elephant in the room. Everybody white is not necessarily going to stay your enemy. We are Israel. Our job is to go and share this greatness about our father, and he is known to change hearts. Somebody's white don't mean, well, we're not sent to them to change their heart. We only sent to Israel. No, we sent to 
or we only sent to black people. We're not just sent to black people to change their hearts. We're sent to humanity to change their hearts. And I think a lot of these races, and I'm not just talking again. I say this another time, but if i got to die every time I say this, I'm not just talking about white people. It's our people. We are sent into this world with the power of the Holy Ghost. And we're supposed to speak under the unction of the Holy Ghost to whoever he brings across our path. And I think one of the things the Holy Spirit is going to deal with is this racism in our country. I have never, for the I'm over 60 years old, I don't understand how do we think something's going to go away by us never, ever, ever, ever talking about it. We talk about lust, we talk about sex, uh, homosexuality, we talk about Lying, cheating, stealing, every sin in the book. But the biggest giant in America that's causing the biggest threat to us getting along, which is racism, nobody wants to talk about it at no time. That bothers me. It makes me question Christianity. It makes me question the way we worship. How do God all of a sudden don't want to talk about racism? So that's just my take. Y'all can tell me what you think of it. But I just feel like we got to talk to people and let them know, listen, we are not a race based upon color. This is something man created. So y'all going around killing us and trying to misdiagnose us in these hospitals and trying to abort our kids and trying to short deal wisely with us to stop our growth as the pharaohs did of old. But you don't understand. You're not. You're not a team like you think. We're, we're, you know, so I, I, and the reason I'm going to say something back out is because I've had the success in dealing with a lot of our brothers and sisters, the so-called white. I've had some success in getting them converted into our God. That's my comment about current events. I would love to know okay, what I'm y'all like- think of that. Yeah, that so- was uh, pretty heavy there, so. Yeah, now Seth, I would like to say something about it. So when you so it's kinda like the same word of they, the big they in the room. You said we don't like to talk about racism. What we are you talking about? Because in the in the black community, the black community is in not the in white a, community not in their church. behind closed behind closed doors, they are also talking about it. That's why you sit no, with them in their services. And they will vote into for policies that are against us and then say, but this was a godly thing. For example, I got a call today from a woman who is part of the independent party. Now, her husband and a few other people were in the independent party. But, but when Trump was coming up for election, the whole party, the whole party actually wrote a letter to the Republican Party and signed, co-signed to endorse the original, go back and search the original endorsement for Trump-Pence in the first election. It'll say the Republican and the American Independent Party. Now, when all of that stuff was going on, a lot of killings of George Floyd, these people had the audacity to feel that what was happening was correct and that Trump was a man of 
God. And at that point, they wanted to endorse him for reelection. And at that point, I, I had to get out of that party. Because when I originally joined the Independent Party years and years ago, it was to be independent from these two, quote, unquote, major political parties. But what I saw over the years is that the same thing that happened to the original Democratic Party, the Democratic Party, the original Democratic Party was made up of the Southern slave owners. And the Republican Party was made up of people who wanted emancipation and free the slaves. At a certain point in history, those slave owners all switched to the Republican Party and began to bring the same spirit, what we now see today when they say the GOP, that, that stands for good old party, same mentality. They became the GOP, began to be sharply against what the original Republican Party stood for was to create equality amongst the races, the black people and the whites in our country, all switched. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm bad with dates, so I'm not even going to try to tell you the date, but you can look it up. The fact, I can get facts correct, but not dates and times and places that good. But if you look up the history, you will see that there was a shift. So one of the pushes to get Trump reelected is that many uh, African-Americans were going around telling black people that the Republican Party was our original party, and it was. And But the problem with that, the problem with that was it was against us, yes. I don't mind you and sharing what you to, sharing. You originally asked the question. I said that we, we're not talking about race, and you name talking about political party. So I don't know if you understood what I was saying. No, I was no. Just saying yes, that, I did. What, what I, I didn't understand what you're saying because you said we are not talking about it. And what I'm just referencing is the word we is tantamount to the word they. The people People are talking about race. Now, if you said the church, the people in the church, if you make it specific to the people in the church, you're correct because in the church, they well, are trying talking. to. Yeah, really quickly. Go ahead. I'm only talking about, and a hand just went up. I'm only talking about folks, powerful institutions like in the, I'm talking about the big muscle institutions. You don't hear about it in the media. You don't hear about it in the church. You just hear about it on the news and all that. But you don't see some forums where they're addressing this fear that whites have. It's taboo. You just don't hear it. I don't think we're going to hear that in this country. I don't think they're going to create a floor for themselves to uh, admit their fear. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I I agree, and that's that's what I'm saying. That's the problem. I think if we can get this caller, but really quickly, really quickly before we get this caller, I just think that's something we got to talk to these to, to to everybody about church, black church. Yeah, they talk about it when ain't nobody around in the back room. But I'm talking about up in the pulpit, like the, when they come on Sundays. The why? 
why aren't they talking about these fears that these whites have of being annihilated? 501c3. Black people, black people, what would you do if you were becoming a minority in 20 years or 30 years? How, what would you be doing? These are the kinds of conversations that that's why I, on this network I'm talking about race so much because I feel like until we address this, some of these white people you can talk down off the ledge. You don't, like Sister Eliana was saying, you don't want to spend your whole career doing that. We can't just cater to them. But my goodness, these are our brothers and sisters for real, for real. And a lot of them will change. That's why a lot of marrying black, they don't care about what color. They don't care. But a lot of them have a Brother bunch of Tuck. lies in their head. Anyway, we got a caller. Uh, go ahead. Well, uh, Brother Seth, I just want to add in, we just got to put what we're going to do first. We need to come together as one uh, team and just what we're going to do first, because our own people are, are losing their minds right now. Before we can really help them, man, I, I suggest that we, man, hands on deck uh, what's going yeah. on in the black community. Mm-hmm. Help do that first. Yeah. Well, let's go to the phone lines. They've been posted for a while, y'all, and then we can pick back up here if that's okay. Everybody want to go to the phone lines to see Eliana? Go for it. Yeah, let's let let's hear the caller. Okay, Erico, 314-381. Uh, go ahead with your question or your comment. We would love to know your name, your city, and how did you hear about us? My name is uh, Pianchi. I'm calling from the Midwest and the South. You know, I've been listening to this for a long time on these Mr. issues. Mr. Pianchi, how are you doing, sir? How did you hear about the I'm doing show fine. Well, you got, it's advertised. Five, five smooth stones. But, no, I agree with you. Blog talk on Facebook, if you don't mind. We're just trying to promote oh, Blog talk. Blog talk. Okay, go right ahead. You know, you're absolutely right. You're talking about human beings. And evil as it is perceived by a society, because what goes on in some societies, like in, for instance, Muslim society, Iran, if you're on the download merit, they hang you. Here in the United States, they don't. So it's a different perception about those societies. And we have to recognize that. Evil don't have respect for no skin color, shape, or size. And that's just the way it is. But the thing that I'm going to make issue with black groups, you got all these groups think that something's wrong with blacks' minds. You got the Hebrew Israelites, whether it's Ben or me, or whether it's uh, others that's, uh, that go down on the Mississippi River dressed in all white, looking in a direction expecting something to happen, and it don't. You got the Church and God in Christ, Southern Baptists, the Nation of Islam. Black Panthers, new Black Panthers, they all have a ideology that they claim that they want to give to Black people. Now, what they should do is say your group, because all Blacks don't go for that. And you can see that with Donald Trump. I voted for Donald Trump, and a lot of Blacks did too. But when those Black college students was assembled there for an event, there and Donald Trump spoke, they would ridicule and called all kind of names, especially by Al Sharpton. Now that is totally, totally wrong. 
this claim of ownership, gatekeeping of the black population in the nation of the United States has been going on for a long, long time, and it never plays out. But uh, no, sir, you made some good points when you said what you said about human beings. Africa taught the world slavery. The world didn't know anything about that as until it was taught by them. Africa was practicing slavery before they even met a white person. They started civilizations, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, so you guys keep up the good work and passing the message. Can, and, can uh, I ask I you a you question there, sir? Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I want I wanted to ask you a question. Uh, no, your um, uh, reason why you would vote for Trump would it be because of your beliefs? He lines up with your beliefs. No, it's issues. It's political issues. From oh, taxes. just political. Yeah. That's, well, why else would you vote for a politician? I don't care who he. You can't. You, you would you vote for Peter Rourke? He's he's married to a male. Right. 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 That that's uh that's my point. It's uh your belief system. Uh, Donald Trump kind of lines up with what he stands for, with what you kind of believe in already. It's right? interest. Yes. It's it's interest. It's interest. Yeah. Interest yeah. Along, interest. Economic uh, issues. I take school choice. I take it that border okay. patrol. I take it that protection. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. I take it but that you know you want to go to the Bible. Huh? The God, the Bible says don't give your daughters to the, to their sons and your sons to their daughters. It clearly states that. I put it in your chat room. So you know a lot of that is uh, people say they is, is uh, they believe and so forth, but they don't follow that word. So you know human beings are human beings. They're gonna do what they do. Okay. My daughter wasn't marrying anybody. I don't know about yours. I really appreciate that, caller. I really appreciate what you're saying. And here's something I always say and I always advocate for. And, again, this is Sister Eliana Batyan. I'm the moderator tonight in the place of my brother John. Um, so um, what we fail to realize many times is that even though we are in a community, we are still individuals. We have our own likes and dislikes. We have our own distinction. And sometimes we don't like to recognize that we just want, we kind of want us all to just get along. But the beauty in, in working together is understanding that everyone has something to bring to the table and that we can we can agree to disagree, but we can also learn from each other. And I like what you said, you know, about the interest. Um, there were some things that I thought Donald Trump was had a point on. What I didn't like is later the sharp division of race. I was expecting him to be presidential. And he stayed on the campaign trail. And he never actually stepped in that place of authority as a president should, and he made it about himself and became very narcissistic. And that's what that's why I fell out of favor with his style of leadership, even to saying that the election, well, first of all, declaring himself the winner on election night when all the votes hadn't even been counted, and then going on further to say that it was stolen after many, many searches. They could not find, even the people that he trusted were letting him know, no, there is a there is a process that we follow correctly. 
and him begging for votes in a state, and he couldn't get it. So he lost credibility in my sight early on because instead of just um, stepping into the role of power and being the president, I saw a little boy wanting to have his way. And I was disappointed. I was disappointed in what I saw in terms of leadership. And so – but, again, that's my prerogative because, you know, yeah, I that's great. to emerge, and I didn't see a leader. Um, I, almost, well, I, understand you know, what you're, I understand what you're saying, but I did see a leader in him, and I tell you what, the leadership wasn't, leadership wasn't in the vice president. Because the Constitution specifically says when you have controversies between two states, that has to be settled amongst that state legislature, and the people of those states have to make it happen. Those ballots, you had states come and say, we want our electoral votes back. And he should have gave them back like the Constitution spells out. That's where your failure occurred. And people were mad. Then as time go on, like with 2,000 mules and others, we can see where the problem exists. So uh, I appreciate him and would vote for him again because of interest, <laughs> my interest. Awesome. Well, thank, thank you, you brother. Thank you for your opinion on that and sharing that uh, in this forum. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay. Does anybody have a comment on our uh, any any one of the co-hosts? Does anyone uh, have a co-host to make a comment I, I, on yeah, our Yeah. Well, what I what I wanted to say was that uh, this gentleman uh, he have uh, fully. Uh, uh, what I want to call assimilation. This is what uh, Martin Luther King kind of wanted, what, right? He wanted us, the, the all races, to come in the schools, to get along, go as far as you can together, get to know each other, assimilate, right? And we all yeah. become one America. And what that produced, I like to think, is uh, I got a couple family members the same way. Um that that produced that uh, mentality of not wanting to really see race. Uh, they, they're kind of focused on, you know, the, the biblical beliefs, and and that side is always going to win their, um, you know, win their vote, win their opinion. You know, go stick up for that guy. So. Uh, I call it just assimilation, you know what I'm saying? And then a lot of what we Hebrews, we talk about it. We try to surgically uh, um, uh, go against the grain on that. So uh, definitely feel a lot of pushback coming from that side, you know what I mean? Not saying that no disrespect to Martin Luther King because I love that brother. He thought he was doing the right thing. But, um, yeah, so uh, I'm going to pass the mic with that said. Yeah. Listen, I have ahead, wanted brother. to play this little this little can y'all hear me okay? Yes. Oh okay. I have wanted to play this clip. It's a little comedy, it'll be a little something different, take a little short little break. This is only about five minutes, but it is comedy about white supremacy that a must that's a must hear. This brother, okay. brother Kenwin, heard it on yesterday, and Pastor Alcy Chris, both of them liked it on yesterday. But I don't think Purcell have heard it. I don't think you've heard it. And the callers to, that's on the 
phone line. I don't think they've heard it, or those online listening as well. So I want to play this little quick clip, and, folks, uh, we can uh, I'll just resume after that. Is everybody okay with that, um, this comedy clip? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, brother. <laughs> okay. I, I, it's a little delay. Y'all hearing me quick enough? Y'all, is everything okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We hear you, man. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Take a quick... Stop that floor. Go for it. Okay. Yeah. All right, folks. Uh, here come the comedy. One moment. to talk about white supremacy because <laughs> science and fiction and fantasy is my favorite genre there's no difference in any of us except for the fact that some of us are too stupid to realize there's no difference in any of us what happened to us man when did this rise up again i see these guys protesting don't you want to just go up to these white supremacist protesters and just go uh guys uh i i got a question uh really <laughs> Do you really think you're the master race? Do you really think you're the supreme beings? Then I got another question. Um, shouldn't you be able to handle a sunny day? Because I believe a supreme being would take power from the thing that keeps everything on the planet alive instead of always having to wear a swim shirt. White supremacy is such an oxymoron. Heavy on the moron, by the way. <laughs> Seriously, really? And the guys that claim it, really? Really? Are you the best examples of white supremacy, really? Are they, are they, are, oh, my God. Are they what the be- in, in a case to prove white supremacy, we would call these guys in as witnesses for the prosecution. <laughs> no, we're not going to ask you questions. Just talk. We'll get it. <laughs> Listen, if you were supreme, Bubba E. Lee Wilkes Booth, maybe you could have studied quantum physics like Katherine Johnson did. Katherine Johnson was the woman that figured out the mass, yes, to get men to the moon and back. There was a thousand white dudes at NASA, couldn't figure it out. This black lady walked in and went, I wrote this on a napkin. Is this going to work for everybody? Yes. If... If you were supreme, Grand Wizard Tucker Carlson Hitler, maybe you could have finished college like Philip Emigali. Philip Emigali is a Nigerian dude, invented the world's fastest supercomputer, 3.6 billion calculations per second. Yes, and because of this amazing black man, Bubba, you now get to watch porn on your cell phone during your lunch break at the roofing job. If you were supreme, Sean Ted Nugent Cruz Hannity, Maybe you could walk the world with courage and calm and wouldn't be so scared out of your mind all the time you needed to carry an AR-15 into an Applebee's. I don't think a supreme being needs hollow point ammunition to protect his chili fries. If you were supreme, Andrew Kyle Rittenhouse, Jim Jordan Jackson, maybe instead of trying to overthrow the government, you could just come up with some plans and ideas that would make the people that voted for you the first time 
vote for you again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's weird, right? The GOP's got a problem right now. All right, guys, we need more minorities to vote for us, but we hate minorities. Ideas? <laughs> if you were supreme, David Duke, James Woods, Mel Gibson. <laughs> Maybe you could be like James E. West, the black man invented this microphone. I'm currently ripping your ass on right now. White supremacy? The people denying global warming can't go outside in it. There's going to be angry bacon sizzling on the beach so the oceans finally rise above them. Oh, that feels so much better. If you were supreme, you could dunk. If you were supreme, Brian Kemp, Brett Favre, Kramer, maybe you could live in a world that didn't threaten your sad belief that you were better than someone of another color. Let's go through history. Every race of people has done it as good as whitey. Latinos, Asians, blacks, every single one has done it. I will say this, whitey did steal their ideas most of the time and make the most profit of it. <laughs> and that's critical race theory. <laughs> All those people who did it better than whitey science, manufacturing, technology, music! <laughs> they all did it while they were being oppressed by one of these hamburger-eating, insurrection goatee, having diabetic strokes waiting to happen. So, to all you white supremacists, I'm going to issue you an invite right now. Uh, how about you put down the weapon, take off the tactical vest. It doesn't even cover the bottom four inches of your bubble, guys. <laughs> Get an education, study some science, and then come join the rest of us here on the planet Earth. The planet, by the way, that's only 10% Caucasian. That's got to make your butt pucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I know. I know. I know it feels like 98% Caucasian down at boot scooting night down at the hoedown holler. <laughs> only 98% because always two Guatemalan busboys, goddammit. <laughs> But on the planet, us alabaster Aryans are barely pushing 10%. How's that feel, Bryce? <laughs> so to all you white supremacists, why don't you calm down? Stop thinking like this. Join the rest of us and we can all rise up together. Or you better start impregnating every pasty skank you can and start popping out crackers like the saltine company. <laughs> Personally, I'm going to judge people on who they are, on their integrity, their character, and how they leave a green light. Go! Fuck. Well, what y'all think of... Wow, 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 wow. Y'all know that was funny. A little raunchy here and there, but... I think he drilled a more important point home. Uh, Sister Eliana, your line is now open. Uh, Brother Kenwin Castleberry, your line is open. Purcell Perche, your line is open. Everybody's line is now open. Go ahead, Sister Eliana. Well, you know what? Here's the beautiful thing about the United States of America. Only, you know, that, that gentleman could 
to be the only one to speak that way to the people that he represents and say the truth to them, whether they like it or not, laugh or whatever. You know, I have seen the difference between, like we as a a people uh, largely from the continent of Africa, we can, there's a way we can speak to each other that we feel each other's truth, no matter what our perspectives are, but they're the only ones that can speak that real truth to themselves. And until they're ready, like we started out again, when are we going to talk about that whole white supremacy? They have to be willing to talk about it and to own it. Like you said, they're less than 10% of the entire French government. And and their own science has proved that everyone came out of Africa and that Eve was a black woman. That's what they teach themselves in their colleges, universities, and schools. Therefore, it's not we that are the problem, um, and, but they're the only ones that could be ready for that conversation. That's not a conversation we need to have with them, but that's a conversation they need to have with themselves, and only they can initiate it in a forum where they'll be willing to accept their own truth. Now, some of them, like you said, you've had some success. I've had success, but I don't, I don't go out of my way to try to educate someone about their implicit bias. It does come up in conversations, but that's not something I spend, I don't spend my waking moment and sleepless nights worrying about that kind of stuff. Because I also recognize there's two things going on at the same time. There is the kingdom of the Most High Yah that is burgeoning forth, and there is the kingdom of darkness that is failing. And anyone connected to the kingdom of darkness is going to be threatened by the kingdom of the Most High. Because the kingdom of the Most High is not about race. It's not about color. It's not about wealth. It's not about poverty. It's about the Most High and his original plan for the earth. And the kingdom of darkness is about trying to assert their authority and be more than they are. And that could be anyone. It doesn't matter. It's in our community. It's in the Asian community. It's in the Hispanic community. It's in the white community. So just because someone shares my ethnicity does not mean that we're in the same kingdom. It doesn't mean we're even serving the same God. It doesn't even mean we have the same philosophy. So you have to see I'm connected to spiritual people, no matter who they are, no matter what outer shell their house looks like. I know them by the spirit, but if they are not of that kingdom, I don't know them. Though they may share my complexion, I don't know them, and they don't know me. We have nothing in common. Anybody want to Well, add? let me just say this. Let me just say this really quickly, Sister Eliana, and uh, I, I say this because when I when these shows go off, I don't like to think of, Oh, I should have said this, I should have said that. I don't want anybody to think Brother Seth caters to white people. I denounce that notion. I'm just saying you could have meant it, you could not. I've heard it throughout the years, and it's not just this program. I want to make this very clear. Different people have different callings on their life and they still can work together. 
somebody may be called to deal with children. That's all they talk about is children. I'm thinking, hey, you better be trying to deal with these adults. And that's all they do is do with children's church, children. Some people call it deal with finances. And I'm thinking, y'all worried about money and how we spending money as saints. You need to be worried about sin. Everybody, we had a bishop on our show, and all he was talking about was Christ and getting people saved. And Gary, Brother Elishua, had to correct me and say, Brother, listen, Paul told us that this is milk, that we should move on to meat. He got offended. I think sometimes when people are called to do something, they sold on it, that's all they see. And they don't understand nothing else, or they don't want to understand nothing else. Or maybe they just, and sometimes I'm like that. Sometimes I don't understand other things because I'm thinking, what I'm thinking is the best. I'm guilty of that. But regard, well, regard, but what regards to race, I'm writing a book because God showed me I, Seth Turner, founder of the Five Moonstone Network, was a white supremacist. And he wanted that idolatry in my life destroyed. The way I looked at religion, the way I looked at him, the way I looked at myself, the way I looked at black people, I was acting out of this germ. And he wanted me free. So at the time, brothers and sisters, I'll make this real quick because we got other co-hosts and I don't want to – I try to do a three-minute back and forth to everybody. That's my goal. So really quickly, I had to get delivered. Of white supremacy At the time I was laying hands on people That were sick And some of them got instantly saved Instantly healed I know over I must say at least 2,000 people From the time I first started praying for the sick Was in 1979 to today Have gotten healed I must say just roughly guess 2,000 I know one year long I won 70 people to the Lord I mean the father was using me using me, But he showed me I was a white supremacist so now it's like this thing, I see it. I see it like a, it's almost like a discerning of spirit. I can see it in black people. We keep talking about white people, white people. And I'm saying, can't they see we're the same mindset? But nobody wants to talk about it. My wife gets tired of hearing me talk about it. My friends get tired of hearing me talk about it. But guess what? All of them practice it. I'm hearing white, black people dog out white people. I'm thinking, look at them. My daughter just said, we just had lunch today, and she's telling me about this epidemic of black men. Black men today in 2022, they don't pick her, pick other women over light skin. There's a shortage of black men because they're going after white women. It's a sickness. And the father don't have nothing to say about that. The father don't have nothing to say about these white people that he loved, he died for, and we as Israel are supposed to go and reach them. We ain't supposed to address their white supremacy. No, that's not what I'm about. I'm about addressing anybody that come across my path to the Jew first. I'll admit to the Jew first. I'll admit to black people, African-Americans first. I'll admit, Brother Kewin, but then to the rest of the world. Then to the rest right, of the world. Right. That's my comment. That's, that's just my calling, y'all. So I bring on people with different callings, Brother Terry and I. I invited him to come on. He's supposed to be on the show tonight. He didn't come on. He didn't want to talk about this whole law thing. He and I disagree. But I figured, listen, you believe like Brother Kenwin that we're under the old dispensation. We believe we're going to do this. Let's talk. He didn't want to. People feel like because we disagree, we can't. We can work together. I'm just going to let you talk and share. Then I'm going to share and let the people decide. 
I like working with people that's different. I don't want to. I'm not going to try to tell Brother Terry how to preach his part. I'm not going to tell Sister Eliana, who I think is 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 uh, has a call into the Israelites and and, and taken to the next step and next phase. I, I don't knock her. That's her thing. Come on the show, share that. We need that. But what are we going to do about white supremacy? Y'all, they killing us. We kill each other. White supremacy is in Chicago. They don't have no value of black life in Chicago. What we what are we going to say to them people? Anyway, I'm out. Well, remember, Seth, this is an open forum, so that's on your heart. And so uh, we're all going to share things that are on our heart. So let's move on to the next uh, Let's move on to the next co-host. Well, did anybody, anybody, hold on a second. Did anybody, did anybody have any comments on what I said? I would like to hear that. If anybody had any comments before we move on. Yeah, uh, I think that when you. Oh, go go ahead, Sister Eliana. No, 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 I was just correcting. I was just bringing a clarification. I had said, are there any comments on what was shared or what was heard in the video? Or the clip. Okay. So yeah, it's just funny the second time. <laughs> yeah, as far as that uh, the comedian. Yeah, it's it's uh, funnier the second time I heard it. <laughs> uh, I, I heard it. Uh, you know, it was it, you know it was just the timing of it. Uh, first time he played it, but this second go around, <laughs> it kind of hit a little harder right after the caller there. <laughs> you have to hear it more than once. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, brother, Seth, what you said—that's what make this show awesome to me, man. It's uh, you take a group of people, uh, different walks of life, uh, different uh, what motivates them, you know, and uh, you put them all together. That's a fist right there, man. You know, they make a powerful fist, man. It's uh, bouncing different ideas and uh, and what moves each other. And then uh, it brings kind of the goal into focus on what we need to be shooting at, you know. Um, okay, I explained on, once before. Okay. No, 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 go ahead and finish your comment. I just realized the hand is up. I just like to interrupt when they say it because when I, when I first said my bad, didn't mean to say it out loud. Go ahead and finish and then... Just the other man, we got a hand up. I think it's Brother John, but go ahead, uh, 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 Brother Kim. All right. I, I, I was just about to wrap up by saying that I understand your motivation, man, and uh, uh, you got a real big heart, man, and uh, ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that. Don't beat yourself up, man. <laughs> You're all right. You're all right. That's all I want to Well, say. you know, I don't know if I'm beating myself up as much as I'm trying to just not be um, – I understand how I sound. I talk to my wife all the time. Trust me. My wife, I'm going to tell you all this little secret. She didn't come on tonight. I said, can you call? She said, no. Why? She says, I don't want to talk about that murder. It does something to me. Y'all talk a lot about the problem and not the solution. I say, Arlene, we talk about the solution every show. I said, the reason why you don't hear the solution is to the show. We have a disagreement. My wife even gets tired. Of hearing, um, I don't know where to go to phone lines, but all I'm trying to say, folks, I ask her, when should we deal with white supremacy, Arlene? It's not comfortable. I don't want to deal with it. Right. Okay. Mm. What, does the, what does the father? What does the father have to say? Well, I don't know. 
I'm not throwing under the bus. This is how everybody feels. Well, let me ask you something, America. When is it going to go away? Nobody wants to talk about it. These folks shooting us, and people think the mass murderers is the main one. No, that's not the one. It's the people diagnosing us, like the guy in Chicago turned out that he had cancer and he didn't. They're killing us. I don't know. Maybe, do I'm, maybe I'm not following line? the talk. I'm sorry? Do we have a caller on the line? Yes, Sister Eliana, but I had to say that. Okay? I don't mean no harm. Yes. Okay. Uh, area code nine seven two, which is John seven five five. Uh, go ahead with your question or comment. I think it's Brother John. Brother John, is that you? Brother John. Area code seven, not seven two seven five five. Or is this Pastor Apostle Malachi? It's maybe Apostle Malachi. No, okay, my bad. I was uh, muting myself. Have... Because... <clears throat> say, can you hear me? Say it again. Yeah, go right here. I said, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear go you. Right ahead. What's up, everybody? I just wanted to step in real quick and say, hey, I've been listening for about an hour into the show, I guess I would say. And um, sure. the one thing that I wanted to comment on is... Uh, what Sister Eliana stated, um, to be honest, I, I pretty much try to state it on every show, um, which is the spiritual aspect. <laughs> she said that you can have someone who's an African-American, which from a worldview standpoint, that's what she is, an African-American, quote unquote, so she would be considered. But if you're not a born-again believer, if you've not been regenerated, you, <laughs> you're a stranger to her. No, it's not that y'all can't go bowling or, you know, go to the cookout or laugh about a thing or two or whatever the case may be, but that is literally light and darkness, literally light and darkness. And what does the light have to do or co-mingling too, too far with the darkness? Uh, a few weeks ago, we had the Caucasian brother on the show, and then we had another brother on the show who was uh, particularly um, loquacious about race. And, you know, again, I, I had to tell him, like, this white guy is my brother. I don't know who you may be, but he's for sure. If he, if, if he is a born-again believer, it, it, even if I'm talking about one day into it, he just, he just uh, believed with his heart and said with his mouth that the Messiah is the Son of God, and he believes on the Messiah. That's my brother. And whenever we talk about these current events, no matter what that event is, if it is not looked at from a spiritual aspect, we have de- we will definitely always go wayward, always, always, because. God is a spirit, and we must worship him in spirit and truth. How far be it from us to be regenerated in our spirit, and we can't look at these current events from a spiritual standpoint. It's like it's, it's silly to look at it from a uh, worldview standpoint because she's not of this world. I kind of laugh to myself when, when 
when we, when I heard the, the person speaking about the politics, I'm thinking like they literally were trying to yank the Messiah and make him the king. No, he wasn't trying to be king. He wasn't trying to be king like that. No, he knew when his time would be, and he knew how his kingdom was going to come and how they was going to get that. He already knew all of that. He wasn't interested in these politics of this day. No. I, Republicans and Democrats, it's the same wings of, of one bird. It really doesn't make a difference who you vote for. I can respect the one guy who came on and said that Donald Trump basically was aligned with the things that were important to him. I'm thinking to myself, like, if I want uh, a better tax, better taxes and I'm making this type of money or whatever, I can't hate on that. <laughs> At least you're plain about it. You, you want something, one who's going to represent you. The only problem is to me, what politician ever does what they say? <laughs> it's like, it's like from the very first time I ever heard a politician say anything, lie. Did you do it? No. Did Donald Trump build the wall? No. They was hooping and hollering about the wall. They ain't seen a bit more seen the wall than the ones in their house. Spiritually, hmm. can you ascertain what's taking place uh, in this nation? Um, luckily, being able to travel abroad, <laughs> race, it, race is huge in this nation like no other nation. Again, I haven't traveled to all nations. But even when I was in Kenya, there still are conflicts, but it's not quote-unquote race, which we know is a construct. Race, There is no race, but it's tribal. It's tribal. People literally get killed on election day when one person wins because as soon as that person wins, he lines up all the people in his tribe into positions of authority and positions of getting paid and the whole nine. People get fired that, <laughs> that exact day. And so what do they do? They kill. So if you don't see things from a spiritual standpoint, we'll always be running off in, <laughs> into an abyss, always. So Sister Eliana props on that. And, again, not that anyone didn't say anything. That just was the thing that kind of appeals to me because it's the thing that's most important to me, the spiritual aspect. These mass shootings, why are they? No, I mean, I, I know, Seth, I know you were saying it's, it's race. We got to look at race. No, to me, we have to look at Satan wants to be worshipped like the most high God. The only people that Satan has it out for are the Israelites. And so all those other races, he just uses them as pawns. If they look like us, hey, I can use them like this. But we're the only ones he got it out for. <laughs> and to be honest, physically physically and spiritually, because in Hebrews it says that those persons in the Old Testament, they were an example. And what is an example? That's not the real thing. An example is an example. The real thing are the born-again believers. That's the reason why all of those stories are in the Old Testament, to show you what it's like as a born-again believer. All the stuff that Samson did, that he, Samson was touching the dead lion. He went to go sleep with, with the prostitute. He, the prostitute was from another tribe. This dude broke every law. But did God <laughs> honor him when he prayed to him? Yes, he did. Jacob was a liar, deceptive the whole night, but was he still the chosen one? Yes, he was. I'm just saying, folks, that born-again status is the real deal, and I just want to just press that in because Sister Eliana, she started this, so now I'm done with that. Uh, continue on, folks. <laughs> All right there, Brother okay. John, man. Okay. Good point, I good point. To, I wanted to – I wanted to – 
chime in right here because Brother John, as always, um, caused my baby to leave. So the one thing that I want to the one thing that I want to address is the whole "that's my brother." And that was a that was a huge that's a huge point. The born the born again believer, black, white, purple, green, whatever. That's my brother. That's my sister. Now, my issue with that is, I don't have enough of my white counterparts saying that's my brother. Or I have too many of my white counterparts saying that's my brother and nobody's acting like I'm their brother. We don't hear when injustice happens to the black community, to the black Christian community. Let me be specific. You don't hear uh, our white counterparts coming out in defense of their brother and their sister. So that all sounds great, John. It sounds fantastic. But I'm still dealing with black churches and white churches who are filled with brothers and sisters. On the other side of town Oh them my brothers and sisters over there No 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 We're not going to go fellowship with them this week Uh uh-uh, uh no that's, But those are my brothers though But we can't come together At no point It's if rare it's, it's, it's very rare That you see A mixed congregation and most of the time it's on TV from the big, the big, right. the quote unquote okay. celebrity uh, preachers, if you will, or celebrity ministries, if you will. <laughs> In our local fellowship, we still, we still have the gang mentality. It's still us again. If I may, them. Brother Purcell. Yes, you may. Thank you. The, the the point is absolutely valid and absolutely um, considered. And when I say what I'm about to say, I'm almost knowing, I know how you think to some degree, but I'm almost certain that you will be in agreement with what I say. You, I'm assuming, do you have kids? Absolutely. Okay. All I'm going to say is that to the Jews were given the laws and the prophets. And we still, in my opinion, are the ones who have the greater degree of insight. We we have always been a spiritual people. And it's not to say that. The Caucasians are not, that they don't, even though they're born again of the Spirit, it's not to say that 
they can't receive. Yes, obviously they can. <laughs> obviously they can. However, when a situation goes down in your home and you're not there, do you, and everyone is privy to this, who do you hold in the greatest degree of responsibility if it's all just a matter of age? Is it not the elder or is it just everybody's equal? Because my point is, is that, yes, <laughs> you have people who are Caucasian who they can say that, but they don't rep it. They don't rep it. But they're the, they, <laughs> they are the children, if you will. They're the ones who have not grown in maturity in the things of God. And, and John, when John, Paul was speaking about persons who John, if I can interrupt, sorry, you know how it is at the top yeah. of the hour. It's at the top of the hour. Real quick, Go ahead. everybody, those of you that listen to the show, I'm, those of you listen to the show, and you on a link, you have to call the phone number now, or you're going to be disconnected. Again, if you listen to the show, you're enjoying the show, but you clicked on the link, you didn't call the number. You have to call the number now. We're going to roll over just a few minutes because we're going to wrap up here. But uh, call 914 205 5590 one more time. Nine one four two oh five 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 nine. All I'm saying is that when everyone's aware, three kids, everyone's aware of what was that they did something they weren't supposed to do. The eldest is not, isn't going anywhere for two weeks. The middle kid, he don't get to play his PlayStation. The two year old Get your little badass in there and go to bed. <laughs> That's about the gist of it. Why? Because to the degree that a person knows, to the to whom much is given, much is required. They they don't even know we're Israelites. They don't even know. They they don't have what we've been given. And so to me, I don't even the fact that they don't come, the fact that they they I'm still disregarded. Matter of fact, the fact that they still consider me a nigger, do you realize that there are born-again believers who still think you're a nigger? Does that make oh, them absolutely. any I just went through I just went through a litany of people, Samson, um, Jacob, <laughs> did some shady stuff. Jacob took all of Laban's <laughs> he 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 really he just beat him for all of his cattle. Just shady stuff. Uh, not necessarily. What? Are you serious? Yeah. Laban? No, not, necess- not necessarily. He didn't beat him out of it. He just uh, outsmarted him. That's the same difference. Same wow. difference. It's the Wait, same can I, difference. Can I see yeah, what? Please, but hold on. Yeah, go, just, go ahead. What did he outdo with Castleberry? Huh? Hold on. Hold you on. said Jacob oh, yeah, and Layman, right? Hold on a second. Yeah, Jacob uh, and Layman. Eliano's. When your mic is really loud, but you're not even talking loud. It's just your mic. So you, when you talk, nobody can hear. But I think Sister Eliana was trying to get in there. Yeah. I understand. I just want to hear what he said last. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead, Miss. Well, John, did you get the clarity on what he said? I didn't, but you heard him because you said it's the same difference. What, what was the last thing he said? Is he out? What it? He outsmarted him. Sister Eliana, all I want is 10 seconds. 
outsmarting means that you are both you, two people are moving toward the same objective. That wasn't outsmarting him. That was that was deceptive. If you don't see the deceptive, that's fine. But I'm just saying. But even if it wasn't deceptive, what he did to Esau was deceptive. So how is <laughs> that a test? I don't see that neither as being deceptive. That's fine. That's but, fine. Uh, yeah. Alrighty, well, yeah, what I man, uh, man we got to talk there, John. Man, we got to, yeah, we got to do a show. I want to sit down. Another I want to pluck the bounce, you know, iron sharpens iron. I, I would I'm love to you. talk with you, man. Because uh, you put we'll a lot of stuff in my head, man. Huh? Uh, likewise. Sister Eliana, I'm sorry. Go ahead. All righty. Well, that was a great discussion, and it really was a lot of food for thought and things for us to consider. Uh, from our different perspectives. I think the root is that we all, you know, know that there's a um, there's something that we have to identify and address that we aren't even talking about right now. My understanding is this. We're never, what we're trying to achieve in, uh, here in the United States and the, the topic is that somehow through our talking, conversations, intellect, wisdom, education, we are all going to arrive where we're going to garner this respect and we are going to do what Martin Luther King said. However, maybe we didn't really understand what he said when he said that uh, one day all children, black children, white children, they're going to walk together, they're going to hold hands, they're going to play together. We do see that, but was that the heart of the Most High saying that or was he saying something to ease the hostility in this country, because that is not the heart of God. The heart of God is that righteousness, again, would prevail, that Israel will be reestablished. The word of God even teaches us that we're going to have servants and that the nations that treated us horribly will be uh, treated in the like kind. What we're trying to say is that America, America is not the utopia that everything it's going to come together for us. And see, this is the same thing that our ancestors wanted in Egypt. When they cried out for a deliverer, they didn't want to be delivered from Egypt. They wanted to be on par with the Egyptians. They didn't want to be taken out and, and, and taken to the wilderness to worship the true and the living God and to keep his commandments. They wanted to be treated fairly by the Egyptians. They wanted to attain a status that they had once had under the old pharaohs who respected their uh, their brother Joseph. But that is not what the most yes. yes. calls for us to be assimilated. He hasn't called for us to hold hands and sing Kumbaya. That's not what the most High's plan for us is. He brought us here because of disobedience. He used this nation as a point of chastisement. He wants us to turn back towards him to be the examples of his righteousness. He is going to gather us and take us from all of these places and, and bring us to the wilderness. The reason we have to go into the wilderness before we can go into the land, because he said in the wilderness he's going to purify us. He's going to purify us from uh, white supremacy. He's going to purify us from thinking that we need to 
sing kumbaya with people who care nothing for the most high. Now, 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 and now, don't misunderstand. There are many who are not of Israel who are going to become spiritual Israel who are going to come out as well. Just like in the days of old, many, a mixed multitude came out of Egypt. And when they stood before the mountain is when everyone had a fair chance to be the house of Israel. All the men, no matter what their blood ancestry was, they were all called to take the night, stay away from their wives, abstain from sexual intercourse with their wives, purify themselves, wash them for the Almighty. That was a mixed multitude of men, largely of the house of Israel, but not completely of the house of Israel. That is what the Most High is going to do again. He's going to gather us and take us into the wilderness. He's going to cleanse our minds, our hearts, because it's not just here in America. It's everywhere that we were scattered. We are trying to assimilate with that group of people. We are trying to be on par with them. We are trying to be accepted by them, and we're trying to meld with them as one people in each country where we are, in the Asian nations, in the, 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 the European nations, everywhere we've been scattered. We're trying to do exactly what we're talking about tonight, which is not the plan of the Most High. It's not the will of the Father. That's what got our ancestors in trouble. He gave us, he, he, had, he was our king. We watched the nations. We wanted a king. We wanted to be like the nations, and we still do. But that is not what the Most High has for us. He has a clear distinction for our direction, and those of us who fully embrace it will be the remnant that inherit the kingdom. And those of us who cannot embrace it, and we want to we want to bring everybody in a net, no matter where they are, no matter how filthy they are, no matter what, we're not going to make them to the kingdom. Because the, the Most High is mm. not about mixture to that kind of degree as he is about treating the stranger fairly, but the, but the commandment and the, and the clear distinction was they must keep the same laws as the house of Israel. They must conduct themselves under the same guidance and ordinance as Israel, or else they were not allowed. So we can't allow the people that the Most High is not allowing, but we also have to stand in our distinction, and we have to stand and be the leadership that he's called us to be. So we're never going to reach a point where everyone is holding hands and loving one another, no matter what their skin, no matter who they are. Only those that are called out by the Spirit, the Ruach, are going to be able to do that. And then he says he's going to cleanse us, our speech. He's going to cleanse our hearts. He's going to cleanse our minds. He's going to wipe away all of this. This is filthiness here in America. All this the political division, this is all filthiness, wickedness. The Most High never told us to worship mammon, never told us to vote for leaders because they protect our mammon, our trees cut down, freshly processed and painted with numbers on it that we call our money system, rocks dug out of the earth, refined, that's our gold and silver. That's mammon. That's not the will of the Most High for his holy people. Who we're going to be. Are we going to be a holy nation? Are we going to be an assimilated nation that worships mammon and false gods 
And that's what we have to understand. We can't change these people, but the Most High can. But the Most High also said, if he draws a person, no one can come unto him except he's drawing them. The Most High is not drawing everyone. Mm, wow, well put, well put. Wow, wow, that was heavy. That was heavy. <laughs> I'm yeah. in a total agreement. Good. <laughs> good. Oh, yeah. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, well, yeah, we was, got uh, different, uh, you know, perspectives on things, but I like how we can all talk about it. I like that. That's awesome. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. That was that that was that was excellent, I think. Yeah, that was um I would even go so far as to say that was kind kinda of sobering. <laughs> that, that almost, <laughs> look When you look, look at that, the totality, right. Yeah, that almost sounded like a rebuke. It was just like, <laughs> Well wait, you know what? Yeah, you you right. I mean it's almost like you want to buck against it, but then it's, again, it's like it's 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 the word, you know. The word stands alone, and it's truth, truth you know. Um, and you can't fight, you can't buck truth. That's one of the issues that we have too, is we buck truth. <clears throat> and um, mm. but that was that was that was incredible. Um, yeah, because we are indeed. The peculiar people The people He said if my people who are called by my name Will humble themselves Pray, seek my faith Turn from their wicked ways Yeah, yeah It was mm. a distinct group Yeah, 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 yeah Wow that That's uh, Like I said, that's sobering That was um, <laughs> Right, right yeah. Amen. That's, that's Amen cool. on that. <laughs> well, that call you every day. Go ahead, Patel. Patel, Leona. Brother Steph, are you there? Causing... Hold on a second. Patel, can you go finish up and then Brother John, and then we can wrap up everybody? Yeah, I, I was just saying the way she put that caused you, it really kind of caused you to rethink some things. Um, because that's one of the things I teach about who who are you, who are we, and wow, that that yeah, I'm just gonna stop talking and I'm gonna um, <laughs> well yeah, and, I'm and just gonna stop John, talking now. You good, all John. right? <laughs> uh, no, I, what what I stated is uh, all I needed to say. Y'all have a good night. All right, brother. All right, uh, there, brother John. I guess we can get followed. I just want to say to what Sister Eliana was said, "Hey, man, I don't have <laughs> not probably what said, not a word." Brother uh, Kenway. Yes, sir. Uh, final words, please. All right. Uh, hey, it's a wonderful uh, dialogue we had. Uh, it different topics. I had a good time, y'all. I look forward to doing it again. Shalom, shalom, everybody.
Hey, man, I hope you understood I wasn't, you know, as far as your volume. Brother, I don't know what – I mean, I'm, I'm going to talk to you offline find out what you're doing. You, you're sounding like I want to sound, and I cannot get this phone to work, so we'll talk about that later. But I appreciate you coming okay. on, Brother John. So appreciate you all in Panama. Uh, Brother Ken went in Texas. Uh, Purcell, the final word this is I'm in California. Okay, all right, California, my Inglewood. bad, my bad. Inglewood, all right. Well, good to see you, John, John because he was up the whole night. Go ahead, Brother Purcell. I said John is an international player. You don't know where yet. <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly. Not exactly. No, not exactly. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, yeah, this, uh, yeah, it was very enlightening, man. It's uh, as usual. Uh, and again, I'm just uh, honored to be a part of the Five Bluestones Network. Um, Sister Eliana, um, so glad to be uh, on the panel with you. Uh, my man, uh, um, John, um, Castlebrook, um, <laughs> Castleberry. Did I, did I say that right? Castleberry. Castleberry. <laughs> what did yeah. I say? What, yeah. what, what, what do Castle, I need to be saying? Castlebrook. You said Castlebrook. <laughs> and it's Castleberry. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> my bad. Please forgive me. Charge it to it's my head, good, not to my man. heart, brother. But yeah, um, well, let me do. So let me do this. I look ahead, forward to the next. I just look forward to our next. Uh, I look forward to our next show. A Thursday show. Well, we'll talk about that. I, I've been thinking about. It. We'll talk about it. <laughs> I want to go next, and then I want to see Eliana had a last word, please. If she, if we can do this all normally, I go last. I want her to go last. I just want to say this. I thank God for all of you. And all of your gifts. I hope that y'all uh, uh, understand what I was saying. I don't always do well speaking. I'm not. My name means substitute. Seth means substitute. Y'all know that. And I like yeah, to I say it like this. I'm I'm not first class. I'm not red carpet. I'm not the original. I'm just a substitute. I don't always say things. I'm not trying to be holy. I'm not trying to be a uh, what they call it. A, I'm not trying to be a, a, a holier than thou right now. I'm, I'm very serious. I don't always articulate well. That's a weakness of mine. I don't always talk. I, sometimes I talk too long. Sometimes I talk too loud. I'm just trying to do what the I'm Father not- told me to do. Now, did do, am I doing it right? Probably not. Probably not. I'm, I promise to God, though, I'm going to keep trying. So just know that, everybody. I'm trying my best to do what the Father told me to do, with who he got for me to work with. That's all I know to do. So, Ciela, final words, please. Yes, and I just want to say, for all my brothers, I love you guys very much in, in a way you really don't understand. Um, my heart has always been... In my family, my words were not always respected, and I wasn't allowed to speak much. Therefore, the Most High spoke a lot to me. 
thank the Father for being in this platform, um, being the only female, but having the respect of my brothers. And I really give honor to the Most High. And Seth, I really thank God for you. I have seen you grow in ways that are phenomenal since we were first doing this together. Well, you guys were doing it way before I ever came along. But when I came on board and then when we had that long break and then back, and I see the Most High it has grown all of us, and I'm very excited. So thank you for what you're doing. Continue to do what you're doing. Uh, your name might mean substitute, but you're, you're first class in the kingdom. And I thank the Father for you and the vision. And for all of my brothers, all of you have refined me and helped me to stand and continue to do this ministry here in Merced, California, where he's called me. So thank you so much for the opportunity to serve. All right. Thank you, all right. Sister Amen. Eliana. Appreciate those words, Sister Eliana. And Brother Kenwin, Brother John, Brother Purcell, all in Cincinnati. Uh, Priscilla, appreciate you, brother. No, a little rough on the call earlier, but just know I appreciate you. Y'all, I love every single one of y'all. Likewise. Try to save yourself, and there is nothing you can do about it. I'm going to go out with a song. You know, I always try to make a splash with the first and the last song. So um, if you can, if you're not in a rush, listen. If not, I understand. Y'all have paid your dues tonight. Uh, so everybody's line is now muted, and I, again, thank you all for your contribution. So I'm going to play this song. Remember, uh, next week, Sunday will be our next show, but like Brother Kenyon was saying, I am considering doing a, a Thursday show. I'm very, very serious, so it'll probably happen most likely. We'll just see, brothers and sisters. We'll just see. But I definitely want us to come together more and share more because we're really getting to the truth. A lot of people being helped. Y'all have no idea. Anyway, good night. Love every single one of you again, and there's nothing you can do about it.